Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, when I introduced the book of Psalms, I mentioned that in sometime in antiquity, ages past, the Psalms were divided into five sub-books, each corresponding to one of the five books of Moses. And so the first subsection is Psalm 1 through Psalm 41. All of these Psalms um, are Davidic. And uh, the last Psalm in that section I'm going to talk about today, Psalm 41. So all of these Psalms were used in the liturgy or in the um, services involving the Torah readings from Genesis. These were the corresponding Psalms used along with the book of Genesis. So we'll conclude um, the first book of the Psalms today, and then we will start the uh, second book of the Psalms with Psalm 42 with our next broadcast. Now let me read, please, from Psalm 41. It is a Davidic Psalm, as I mentioned, and um, this is a Messianic Psalm. Let me um, point that out before I do it. It's specifically part of the words within this Psalm are applied to Jesus in the book, the Gospel of John, concerning um, Judas. And so the the words are, someone I trusted, uh, who I shared my own bread with, has turned against me. That's from the psalm. And then John applies that directly to Judas and says this is uh, how the scripture was fulfilled. And the scripture alluded to is Psalm 41, of course. And so the psalm, the general content of the psalm is about um, betrayal and oppression. David himself was betrayed by his son Absalom, by also by Adonijah, by Joab, by Ahithophel, his counselor. But the Holy Spirit knew prophetically that the son of David, Jesus, the Messiah, was to be betrayed by one of his closest disciples, uh, Judas Iscariot. So let's read now Psalm 41. For the director of music, a psalm of David. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desires of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. I said, Have mercy on me, Lord. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die? and his name perish. When one of them comes to see me, he speaks falsely, while his heart gathers slander. Then he goes out and spreads it around. All of my enemies whisper together against me. They imagine the worst for me, saying, A vile disease has afflicted him. He will never get up from the place where he lies. Even my close friend, someone I trusted, one who shared my bread has turned against me. But may you have mercy on me, Lord. Raise me up so that I may repay them. I know that you're pleased with me, for my enemy does not triumph over me. Because of my integrity, you uphold me and set me in your presence forever. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. So, as I mentioned, it's a Davidic psalm. 
Um, it begins with these words, Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. This is consistent throughout the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. The Lord is greatly concerned with um, uh, the elderly, with widows, with orphans, those who are uh, unable to defend themselves. The Lord defends. It goes on in verse 2, The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. And so in its um, purest sense, faith in the Lord dictates to each of us that we should care for the needy, we should care for the weak. I mentioned the widows and orphans, but those who are in a position less than our own to defend themselves, we should be their defenders. The Lord takes note of this situation, and the Lord himself acts as their defender. There's a brief petition for forgiveness contained in verse 4. It says um, these words, Have mercy on me, Lord. Heal me, for I've sinned against you. Now, obviously, this could be applied to David and to any of us, but, um, but Jesus. So this is not um, messianic in nature. David's um, enemies were undoubtedly plotting against him. And I'm going to read the next few verses as if this is about David's enemies. But some of this could be said about Jesus as well. Verse 5, My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die and his name perish? When one of them comes to see me, he speaks falsely, while his heart gathers slander. Then he goes out and spreads it around. All of my enemies whisper together against me. They imagine the worst for me, saying, A vile disease has afflicted him, and he will never get up from the place where he lies. Now, of course, Jesus, there's no recorded illness in the life of Jesus. But the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Herodians, uh, the various priests and religious leaders of his day were constantly whispering against him and imagining the worst of him. And so in that respect, it's applicable to Jesus. But um, David, too, experienced all of these things and apparently uh, a disease as well. Now, the next verse is the one that's referenced in the Gospel of John as being a prophecy concerning the betrayal of Judas uh, towards Jesus. Verse 9, Even my close friend, someone I trusted, one who I shared my bread with, has turned against me. And so John chapter 13, verse 18, speaking of Jesus, says, This is to fulfill this passage of Scripture. He who shared my bread turned against me. Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I've dipped it in the dish. Then, dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. And so this um, fulfillment takes place in the Gospel of John. Once again, we're left to wonder um, if David in type and shadow experienced something similar, or if this verse, verse 9, was just purely a prophetic utterance under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We don't know, but um, David was certainly betrayed by close friends, and uh, even his own son, Absalom. Next, we have a brief petition for mercy. Verse 10, But may you have mercy on me, Lord. Raise me up so that I may repay them. I know that you're pleased with me, for my enemy does not triumph over me. Because of my integrity, you uphold me and set me in your presence forever. And of course, one of David's prayers, you may recall, 
uh, from Psalm 23. Uh, he prayed that he might, he asked the Lord that he might dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And um, Psalm 27, verse 4, he prayed, uh, may I dwell in your house all the days of my life. And so this um, being set in the presence of the Lord forever was one of um, David's regular refrains. And of course, we know that the people of God ultimately will be in the presence of God forever and ever. The psalm concludes, and um, therefore the book of Psalms, uh, the first book of Psalms 1 concludes with a powerful blessing for Yahweh. It's one verse. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. So friends, if we were in a synagogue setting with the last um, uh, service of the year with a corresponding passage from Genesis, we would hear that verse to close out the year with praise. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and then amen and amen. So be it and so be it. Lord, all of us in this life are betrayed by friends, but none of us are betrayed to the magnitude that Jesus was. He was betrayed to the death by his friend Judas, who had been with him for three years, and not only shared his bread countless times, but he shared his bread that last time when Jesus identified him as his betrayer. Lord, you were very kind to Judas, and we have to believe you extended him every opportunity to repent. And yet he betrayed you, and not just betrayed you uh, simply, but betrayed you unto death. And therefore, he's known as the son of perdition for all of time and eternity. But Lord, we too, like David, have been betrayed. We, like David, have sinned. We've asked for forgiveness. You've forgiven us. You've defended us. We've had enemies say evil things about us. But Lord, like David, we also know that you're the one who has mercy on us. You, is the, you are the one who will raise us up. We know, Lord, that our enemies will not triumph over us because of you. And so, Lord, with David, we praise you as the God of Israel. May you be praised from everlasting to everlasting. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.